LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies episode 49. On these episodes, you'll be sitting shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do enjoy eating, and some would even say I do have a quote-unquote special set of skills. No clue what those would be, but I do know for sure I'm definitely not a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. I do enjoy trying new restaurants, so uh, it's been a little slow here in 2021 because of COVID and some reopenings, but to get a chance to try out a few here in the last few weeks, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this fun little episode of uh, Monday Munchies, episode 49. Our first stop is La Vaca. La Vaca Margarita Bar is a Mexican family-owned business that has been in Pilsen for over 50 years. They serve fun times and no... Chicaradas, bomb-ass tacos, even better margaritas, and as we learned out, the loudest music ever in a Pilsen a little taco place. <laughs> uh, we wanted to go over to uh, Pilsen Yard for uh, brunch, but um, because we want to check out all the art, is actually curated by Matthew Moore, but as we walked in there, there weren't too many people, and they informed us that they only had reservations at 4 p.m., and it was like, 1.30 in the afternoon, like, okay, that's weird, we barely see anyone, see any tables, but we took their word for it, so we went across the street to La Vaca, looked really cool, you know, it's a really cool taco place in Pilsen, might as well check it out, started out sitting by the bar, which was a mistake, because I was about three feet from the DJ stand, and loudest music, possibly could even hear, because obviously when you talk, you have to have your mask on, but whatever, let's get into the food. We start out with the chips and guac because you have to try their homemade salsa and also try the tostada de ceviche, which was served ceviche and avocado, which was actually really, really good. I enjoyed it. I'm like, okay, this is kind of classic Pilsen food. Let's give it a try. Then, of course, you had to get the tacos. And the question becomes, which tacos should I get? I went with the La Vaca taco because I'm at La Vaca Margarita. Why would I not, right? <laughs> it says chipotle carne asada, black beans, crema, pickled onions, and cilantro, which is kind of shocking because I usually don't get uh, carne asada tacos, but had to try it because it was the classic one there. Also was the El Pastor, a marinated pork grilled pineapple and cilantro because I always get El Pastor. And the next one was veggie, which was sauteed mushrooms, tomato, onion, garlic sauce, and cilantro. And people are always thinking, oh, like, why would you want to get like, a veggie taco when you're not a vegetarian, etc.? Well, how many times have you had mushrooms in your uh, tacos? Probably not that often. That's why I want to try it. So three tacos plus some awesome appetizers and a few really cool spicy margarita drinks made in-house was super fun. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, went and checked out the Monet exhibit afterwards, but you got to do what you got to do. stop is going to be Turquoise. Turquoise Restaurant was established in 2002 in Roscoe Village. They became known for their wide selection of Turkish-inspired Mediterranean dishes and drinks. 
Nestled in the middle of Roscoe Village, Turquoise Restaurant takes pride in being a part of such a culturally diverse neighborhood. While Turquoise Restaurant continues to showcase its inspiring and sophisticated Turkish dishes, Chef Ezi Bozada adds personalized touches to the service and customer care to ensure that Turquoise Restaurant captures the essence and expectations of today's diners. I had really mixed reviews about this place before even heading there. Well, A, we went there on Valentine's Day, so we'll get into that. But first off, some of my Turkish friends did not have good things to say about it, but one of my friends really wanted to go there for Valentine's Day. Coincidentally, my lift ride on my way there that day on Valentine's Day, which was already a mistake of taking a lift ride because of the experience of it, but anyways, said she loved that place because she was Turkish. So I had like mixed feelings going in here. We get there and we're seated at the worst possible table. It is literally right next to the kitchen. We can see into the kitchen. There's another table blocking my ability to even get up from my seat to use the restroom to wash my hands or whatever throughout the course of it. It was a uh, prefix menu, so I'll actually go through what I actually ordered. Uh, but I ended up getting the, uh, so it's Valentine's Day prefix for $65 per person and one glass of house wine, which already is a bad decision. But uh, So I did fry veggie for my uh, appetizer. I did the roasted red bell pepper hummus, which came with obvious red bell peppers, garbanzo beans, tahini, lemon, and extra virgin olive oil. And then for a main course, I did testy, quote-unquote, clay pot kebab. This was slow-cooked lamb shank chunks in a uh, like glazed clay pot served over smoked mozzarella eggplant puree. One of the people in our group actually ordered the exact same thing as me. She said that. She said, I'll have the exact same thing he's having. Somehow, when the order came out, there's five of us. There's only four courses because the waiter forgot to add her testy clay pot kebab. How do you take an order on a prefix and not write down five main courses when there's five people like who orders a 65 dollar dinner and only wants an appetizer like what world does this guy live in anyways this place was like interesting the food was cool the clay pot kebab thing was really cool it came out in a huge like baking pan with all this like mozzarella cheese around it and eggplant puree and they actually like, lit it on fire and they took a huge metal stick and like smashed the clay pot open so he thought it'd be super interesting but the food was like kind of okay you could just tell they're busy i might give it a try again in the future but well, it wasn't that great. Then, of course, the dessert came, and they brought, like, two desserts for the whole table to share. It's like, threw on the table, like, here, good luck. Like, we were at, like, a banquet or something. But it was a mixed dessert plate with, like, coconut lazaniti and pistachio roll baklava. Not even get into the breakdown of it, but it was just, just disappointing. You know, I'm just going to stick to the restaurants I know for a little while. We've been loving going to Q Sushi, as we interviewed uh, Chef Oni a couple weeks ago, every Friday or Saturday night. They absolutely love us there. It's BYOB. It's awesome sushi kind of stuff. I'm so loving Kubo and Bites. They absolutely love those places. So try to support local, but definitely supporting places I like. Uh, and then making my poisons on nights, I'm actually going to go other places because if you're going to go out one day a week here in the COVID pandemic, might as well make it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this fun little adventure here on My Food Adventures here in 2021 so far. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> At Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, 
They trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bytes, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.